2: There's no such thing as questions, just hidden answers. Stay tuned to PH Murder Stories as we revisit the inconceivable crimes that exist. Some listeners may find the following content of PH Murder Stories highly disturbing due to its graphic nature. PH Murder Stories does not condone nor promote violence of all sorts. Listener discretion is advised.
3: felt like he was being raped.
2: no intention whatsoever to kill another person. He went inside that room to have fun, to have sex, no? as opposed to Laude and Barbie who went inside there with a plan to deceive another man.
4: Bab Labas niya, nakita yung Bilby. Bakit hindi siya nagsabi kung talagang wala siyang ginagawang masama? Bakit niya siya nagsabi na nahimatay yung kasama ko, tulungan mo ako?
1: Kung maaalala ninyo, Hindi naman ordinaryong pagpatay lamang ang nangyari kay Jennifer Laude. Ito po'y karumaldumal, linublog sa inidoro hanggang malunod. Hindi mm-hmm. natin yung ina- lehe. Ina- 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 na parang hayob. No? So sa ating mga Pilipino na nagmamahal sa ating bayan, syempre, hindi natin matanggap na kapag na- napatay ng ganyang karumaldumal ng pamamaraan ng ating kababayan, eh limang taon na pagkakakulong lang ang kanilang pagbabayaran. No? Hindi po tamayon.
3: May decision to pardon. Correct me if I'm wrong, but ito ang tingin ko, sa kaso. You have not treated Pemberton fairly. So, release ko. I am not favoring anybody, neither Pemberton nor the family. Pero, alamo, itong goberno may contain ano dyan, dapat, Kasi sa good behavior, kailan i-compute mo sa lahat? Detain siya for the crime, facing trial, and prison siya for the crime.
1: Unang-una una po, nagtagumpay po kami. Na-convict po namin si Pemberton. Ang binura lang po ng Presidente, Yung karagdagang parusa kung meron pa, hindi po binura ng Presidente yung desisyon na mamamatay tao po si Pemberton. At tapatan lang, bago natin i-apply yung GCTA na tinatawag na isang bagong batas, kung a-apply po natin yung dating batas na Indeterminate Sentence Law, ang totoo lang po yan, siguro mga um, ilang buwan lang hanggang 6 months siguro ang po pwede naming ipaglaban na makulong pa si Pemberton. Pero under the indeterminate sentence law po talaga, pag na na niya yung 6 years minimum na incarceration, eh e po na siya, eligible na siya para sa parole. So, napalusahan naman po siya, nagbayo naman po siya ng danios, mahigit 4 million, at ang tingin ko po, dahil sentensyado siya na siya ay mamamatay tao, pati yung kanyang servisyo sa uh, ng sandatahan ng Amerika, maaapektuhan niya. Sa so, tingin ko po, po na commit natin ang katalungan, at Bagamat mas marami nagsasabi na dapat nga mas madagal ang kulong sa kanya, ang katotohanan naman po, meron mas importanting national interest dahil tinataguyod
2: ang ating national The Olongapo Regional Trial Court Branch 74 convicted. U.S. Marine Lance Corporal Joseph Scott Pemberton guilty of homicide. He was sentenced to 6 to 12 years imprisonment. But the camp of slain transgender woman, Jennifer Laude, took it as a bittersweet ruling. The court ruled that the killing of Laude amounted only to homicide and did not meet the standards for murder because Pemberton acted out of passion and obfuscation. Still, persecution lawyer Harry Roque disagreed, saying it is not right that these mitigating circumstances showed his bigotry towards a transgender woman and that the bigotry itself was the reason he killed her. On the other hand, Laude's mother, Julita, and sister Marilu said that the family is not content with the ruling, but at least found some consolation that Pemberton will be sent to the new Belibid prison until the Philippines and US government agree on the place where he should be incarcerated. The American soldier was also ordered to pay 4.3 million pesos for loss of earning capacity of laude, 30,000 pesos for exemplary damages, and 50,000 pesos each for civil indemnity and moral damages. On January 6, 2016, Pemberton's defense filed an appeal seeking to reverse the conviction. Almost three months later, Olongapo RTC affirmed its conviction and denied him bail. However, it reduced the maximum sentence to 10 years from 12. After five more months, the Court of Appeals affirmed the Olongapo Court's decision. Pemberton tried to bring it up to the Supreme Court but later withdrew his appeal and accepted his 10-year sentence for the earlier ruling. The Defense Team diverted its strategy from the reversal of the decision to the deduction of his sentence. On August 25, 2020, Justice Secretary Mark Perete confirmed that the Olongopo RTC has started hearing Pemberton's motion to avail of his Good Conduct Time Allowance, or GCTA. The GCTA law allows the reduction of sentences of persons deprived of liberty depending on how well they abide by the rules and regulations inside any penal institution, rehabilitation, or detention center, or any other local jail. The law has been at the center of controversy after initial news about the early release of convicted murder rapist Antonio Sanchez, a former local chief executive who became mastermind in the abduction and killing of UP Los Baños students, Aileen Sarmenta and Alan Gomez. When Pemberton applied for GCTA, the Department of Justice and Department of Interior and Local Government already amended the implementing rules and regulations of law where heinous crime convicts were excluded. However, homicide by itself is not included among the crimes listed in the repealed death penalty law, of which the DOJ based its definition of a heinous crime. Under the law, If Pemberton has a perfect record, his GCTA cuts around three and a half years from his sentence and has one year's worth of credit for preventive imprisonment or CPI or the jail time served before conviction. With all these figures computed, the program could slash four and a half years from his ten-year sentence by the time Pemberton filed his GCTA. He was already serving half of his punishment, and the soldier could be released within the year or next. A week after the Justice Department announced the hearing of Pemberton's motion, the Alongapo RTC granted the American Marine, GCTA, full credits and allowed his early release. Meanwhile, the Laude family requested the local court to reconsider the release order arguing that there is no proof of Pemberton's supposed good behavior. The motion for reconsideration also said his conduct was never put to test as he never joined other convicts. Had he served his sentence in National Belibid, maybe his application for good conduct would have had some basis. Pemberton never fulfilled his sentence in the National Penitentiary due to the Visiting Forces Agreement or VFA. Instead. He was detailed at a restrictive facility in Camp Aguinaldo. The slain victim's relatives were even doubtful if a time-allowance supervisor was tracking the convict's behavior. Meanwhile, Harry Roque, now the presidential spokesperson, said he deplored the short period of imprisonment. In a statement, Roque said, "Loudest death personifies the death of Philippine sovereignty and the light penalty imposed on Pemberton proves that despite the president's independent foreign policy, the Americans continue to have the status of conquering colonials in our country. The DOJ refused to implement the court order immediately and put the release order on hold. Undersecretary Mark Perete told the reporters that the motion for reconsideration would have to be resolved first. With the conflict reaching Malacanang, President Rodrigo Duterte granted Pemberton an absolute pardon, clearing the way for the soldiers' early release. Just days after crying injustice, Roque justified the move by saying Duterte cleared only the punishment and not Pemberton's conviction. He said, This means Pemberton will be granted freedom. There's no more issue over whether or not He is entitled to GCTA. The president cleared the punishment that was imposed on Pemberton. The DOJ also confirmed that the soldier did not go through the usual procedure. Justice Secretary Menardo Guevara said he should apply first through the Board of Pardons and Parole, or BPP. The BPP would evaluate and submit a recommendation to the DOJ which in turn would assess and make an endorsement to the president. Pemberton's lawyer, Rowena Garcia Flores, said she did not apply for the pardon. According to Foreign Secretary Teodoro Loxin Jr., neither did the United States government. U.S. Ambassador to the Philippines, Sung Kim, was even surprised with the decision. But nothing prevents the president from directly exercising his constitutional power, Guevara said. The president's decision drew mixed reactions from legislators. According to Senator Francis Pangalinan, this questionable and highly controversial pardon helps to redirect and divert the public's attention away from the incompetent, corrupt, and failing COVID-19 campaign. Fellow opposition leader, Senator Risa Hontiveros said in a statement that this move by the president was an unbelievable affront, not only to the LGBTQI community, but also to the Filipino people. The Macabayan bloc in the House of Representatives also slammed the move. Kabatan Representative Sara Elago said Not only is this a betrayal of Jennifer Laude's memory and the cries for justice, It is also an affront to our sovereignty and the dignity of the Filipino people. On the other hand, Senator Aimee Marcos said, The President has laid the issue to rest, and we thank him for it. At the same time, Senator Panfilo Lacson quoted, That settled all debates and discussions on the legality of Pemberton's GCTA issues. Some people may question the wisdom and reasons behind the grant of absolute pardon by the President until they are black and blue. Meanwhile, Senate President Vicente Soto III pointed out that the granting of a pardon is a power granted to the President alone by the 1987 Constitution. Article 7, Section 19 Shortly after the President announced the pardon, the hashtag JusticeForJenniferLaude landed the top spot of Twitter's trending topics in the country. Some called out the administration's tolerance of hate crime and gender-based violence. Consequently, others revived the long-laid issue of LGBTQI acceptance in the country and urged Congress to pass the Sexual Orientation, Gender Identity and Expression or SOGI Equality Bill to protect any person from discrimination based on gender identity or expression. Some also called out Roque for condoning the decision. In a statement, Jennifer's mother, Julita, said, President Duterte broke his promise not to allow Pemberton to walk free while sitting president. According to her, Duterte should have at least been hands-off in the case for the sentence to be served fully. However." Roque debunked his old client's statement, saying that the president made no such promise.
4: Alam mo, hanggang ngayon, uh, yung pamilya Laude talaga devastated and they feel so betrayed by the president himself. Oo, parang feeling nila, parang ano-ano, no, yung no, na-try door sila or... Uh, kasi ano eh, talagang uh, sinanay ulita, uh, as early as 2017 kasi, ano, uh, through Harry nagkaroon sila ng ano eh no hindi kasi ako kasama doon ang ang alam ko lang ay uh, <clears throat> sa kwento lang ni Nanay Hulita ay mm-hmm. yun nga nagkaroon sila uh, ng ako uh, si Duterte na hindi hindi makakawala si Pemberton uh, sa habang siya nakaupo at in fact kaya nga niya uh, binigyan ng tulong pang pinansya itong sila Nanay Hulita dahil nga um, uh, yung bah, dahil no panahon na yun ano eh, uh, pumunta ang embahada sa ano eh, sa 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 Leyte eh, at nagpapapirma ng waiver and quit claim uh, at babayaran na daw yung danyon At wag mm. daw sasabihin sa akin. Ah uh, dahil eh di, syempre, sinabi sa akin ni Nanay ni Nanay Hulitid eh, nakasulat sa Ingles ang ang pinapapipirmahan sa kanya, at sinabi sa kanya na wag si akin sasabihin. Ah uh, kaya din talaga nagduda agad si Nanay. Ito yung ito rin yung panahon na ito na uh, na-arrange ni uh ni Harry uh, with the, with Duterte at doon nagbigay nga ng tulong pampinansya. Hindi kurin alam kung magkano ang takto, no. At yun nga yung ano yung uh, ipinakita yung bang paghanga sa pamilya dahil nga doon sa kanilang paninindigan at kahit na ilang beses silang nilapitan ay hindi talaga sila bumigay ah uh, dahil nanindigan sila na ipapakikipaglaban yung kaso. Kaya ngayon na nagbigay ng absolute pardon ay talagang ano, ah uh, devastated sila no. Uh, yun, uh, they feel so betrayed. Lalo na si Nanay Hulita kasi siya yung kasama ni Harry ah uh, doon sa pakikipag-usap sa opisina sa ng ng Malacañang. Hindi, hindi ko nga alam kung saan ba sa opisina ba ni Harry or sa Malacañang. Hindi ko alam yung circumstance na yun eh. Pero ang tiyak ko may arrange ni attorney Harry Doke at that time na magkaroon ng tulong pinansya sa pamilya ng ng Laude. dahil nga para 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 huwag talaga silang bumi, bumigay o kung ano pa man ay hindi anuman ang offer ng ng US ay hindi nila tanggapin at saludo ako sa pamilya Laude dahil hanggang sa kahuli-hulihan ay nanatili silang determinado, resolute sa ano no sa kanilang determinasyon uh, na ano, na para sa para ka Jennifer Laude.
1: Well, uh, alam niyo po, unlike iba kong kliyente, for instance, si mga kliyente ng Maguindaraw Massacre, hindi po na-meet ni Mrs. Laude ang ating presidente. Um, ang alam ko po, walang ganyang promise ang presidente. Ang pangako po ni presidente, bibigyan ng katarungan ng pagkamatay ni Jennifer Laude at nakakulong naman po si Pemberton ng halos 6 na taon. I can confirm only because Mrs. Laude already said na nakatanggap sila ng financial aid pero pagkabilim-bilim po ni Presidente hindi ko pinangangalandakan kung sino tinutulungan ko. No? But since nanggaling naman po yan kay Mrs. Laude, I can confirm the President gave them financial aid three times pero yung halaga, bahala na po ang uh, uh, wag na nating isa publiko dahil ayaw ngang ilabas sana ni Presidente yung tulong niya sa Laude family. Pero ang tulong po niya ay tulong naman po sa lahat ng nangangailangan. No? At uh, gaya ng aking sinabi, nakakulong po ng halos anim na taon naman po itong si Pemberton.
2: On September 13, 2020, at 9.14 a.m., the Bureau of Immigration successfully deported Pemberton. He was escorted by personnel from the military in the U.S. Embassy to the Ninoy Aquino International Airport. The U.S. Marine extended his most sincere sympathy for the pain he caused through his legal counsel, Rowena Garcia Flores. The Pemberton camp said he wishes he had words to express the depth of his sorrow and regret. He also thanked the president for pardoning him, saying he is extremely grateful for this act of compassion. May he find peace of mind, said Laude Camp lawyer. Virgie Suarez, after the soldier's departure. She is hoping he has learned from all these the value of life and dignity, regardless of gender and nationality. Pemberton has been blacklisted in the Philippines for being involved in a crime of moral turpitude. Still, Undersecretary Perete said if one is blacklisted based on moral turpitude, the person may apply to lift the order of blacklisting. 10 years after its implementation. For Justice Secretary Menardo Guevara, he declared the departure as the end of the Pemberton episode. He said, Though attended with intense conflict, it has provided valuable insights and lessons to ponder on regarding the future of the Visiting Forces Agreement, the administration of criminal justice, and the exercise of the President's constitutional powers.
1: At makikiusap ako ngayon sa ating mga opisyalis sa gobyerno, huwag no? yun naman baliwalayin ating soberenya. Hindi naman po pwede na palibasan, hindi po yung mga Amerikanong gwardiya niya, ay eh hindi na siya makukulong sa bilibid. Itaguyod natin at bigyan ng implementasyon yung order ng ating hukuma Wala pong pagkakaiba. Tingin ko po, uh, uh, nagkaka-isa pa rin kami ng Presidente sa pagtataguyod ng independyenteng hukuman. Uh... Uh, foreign policy. Ang tingin ko po, uh, consistent pa rin kaming Dalawani presidente na kinakailangan kaibigan ng lahat at walang kalaban ng kahit sino Um, hindi na po ako nasurpresa sa totoo po. Bakit po? Kasi alam ko po na mayroong mas mataas o mas importanteng national interest na kinakailangan pangalagaan ng presidente. Bagamat parehong pareho po kami nang paninindigan pagdating don sa independiyensya at pagiging malaya ng Pilipinas.
2: Scott Pemberton's release from custody sparked outrage in the Philippines that was still feeling the wrath of the COVID-19 pandemic. President Duterte claims that he pardoned Pemberton because our country did not treat him fairly for not looking into his good character and his behavior while serving in prison. Do you agree that Pemberton deserved to be pardoned? What if a cisgender Filipino woman was killed similarly to what happened to Jennifer Laude. Would our government be as merciful to the perpetrator? Indeed, the killing of Jennifer Laude, a hard working transgender woman, will serve as a reality check to our country's justice system. The rights of the LGBTQI community should be taken more seriously. They are people too, and their sexual orientation and preferences do not make them any less of a person. For further updates, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at PH Murder Stories and subscribe to our YouTube channel, PH Murder Stories. If you have case suggestions, please go to our website at phmurderstories.com and fill out the request form at File Your Blotter. Did you like this episode? Give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or if you're listening in other platforms, kindly send us a review on our Facebook page or send us a tweet. You can also share our podcast to your Instagram and Facebook stories through Spotify. Your support would significantly benefit PH Murder Stories to produce more quality content. We're also inviting you to join our Facebook group PH Murder Stories The Verdict and participate in our bi-weekly discourse about true crime both local and international This group is a safe space for true crime and mystery fans like us who want to engage in thorough discussions about the subject. See you there suspects The Verdict is in your hands. See you there
0: One of the most gruesome murders towards an overseas Filipino worker happened in 2016 when authorities from Kuwait discovered the body of a missing Filipina placed in a freezer at an abandoned apartment. The gruesome discovery of her remains sent shockwaves across the OFW community. In 2007, a young mother fighting for custody of her two daughters suddenly disappeared. Two years later, she was found cemented inside a drum, dumped in the waters of Navota City, Metro Manila. After a valid testimony of a disgruntled witness who later on recanted his story and became missing up to this date. At midnight of July 18, 2002, a 32-year-old British businessman was found murdered at his apartment in Makati City, Metro Manila. For years, the case would go unsolved while his mother battled to piece together the clues of his death. Want to hear the rest of these sensational true crime stories? Subscribe as a Prime Suspect at our Patreon page and get one bonus exclusive case every month for only $5. Patreon is a way to join your favorite creator's community and pay them for making the stuff you love. You can now pay a few bucks per month or per post that the creator makes. For more updates, please visit our website at phmurderstories.com, subscribe to our YouTube channel, PHMurderStories, Stories, and follow our social media accounts on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at phmurderstories. Stories.